Well, it's been a long, long, long time since we've talked to you, but um, we're back. We are back, and we sincerely apologize for the long break. We, uh, you know, we had Thanksgiving and all the all the stuff that goes with Thanksgiving and your work schedule. My work schedule. Uh, we're actually recording today on Monday because my rear transmission went out on Friday. It's uh, always something. Yeah, I, I, don't, I can't remember the last time I've worked a full week without any maintenance issues. Or rain. Or rain, right. But um, just taking a, coming back, we, need, we know we need to be a, a lot more diligent on scheduling and time to record. Oh, yeah. So we don't yeah. leave you hanging. Yeah, but we do apologize. And we know that you're, you're waiting on us every week, so we yeah. just... I mean, there's 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 literally millions of you millions. out there, and we're sorry. Yeah, we're we're sorry to let down the masses, Sam. Especially you, Sam. But today, today we're talking about misplaced attention, yeah. or the lack of attention, or poor as I've seen it written, poor time management. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, this this is a huge deal. What they're what we mean when we say time management is. Where do you spend the majority of your time in your marriage? Right. Is it with work or your children or your dogs? Yeah. Or is it where it should be? Yeah. On your spouse? Right. I mean, we, we, were, we were created, uh, you know, woman was created because man needed a helper. And so, you know, it's no different in, in your marriage. Uh, you guys... You guys should desire to spend time together, and so today we're going to spend a little time just going through some things uh, that will hopefully help you out if you're struggling with this. And Pearl needs to go potty. Of course she does. Pearl! I'm going to pause it. But if your attention is in the wrong place, there's going to be a wedge that's really driven between the two of you. Yes, yes. One is, one spouse is not giving a correct amount of attention to the other. Right. I, I, now, I know personally, for me, I need Jessica time. Uh-oh. And, and, uh, yeah. You know, that's one of the hardest things about driving a dump truck is for the first 15 years of our marriage, she and I were together 24-7. And, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, even if I would go to work, many times she would strap a baby on and come to work with me. Oh, yeah. And so we, you know, we spent all of our time together the first 15 years of our marriage and that's that's been so hard driving this dump truck because i'm driving 50 and 60 hours a week which means i'm not with her and i'm not with our kids and because of that when i do get home i mean the the time with her is so much more important now because it's so limited yeah and um So the biggest attention getters, aside from your spouse, in a marriage, well, the list we have starts with kids. Yes. And then we have work, and right. then we have hobbies. hobbies, yeah, and friends, and I'm sure there are other things, but these are the ones that, just in, just watching people in general, this is what we've noticed. Is the biggest deterrent in you where you place your attention? Right. Yeah, and I mean they're all big deals, but but I mean kids. Kids are number one. We we also need to to uh, bring in the scripture, the Ephesians ish stuff. I'll let you read it. Yeah, let me pull up Ephesians real quick. There's a couple things I want to read to you guys. Just before we get the, into the, the, the meat hangs of it. a little meat on the bones here before yeah. we get started here. In Ephesians 5, most of you probably know by heart Ephesians 5.25. In case you don't, let me read it to you. It says, Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify her and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Um, I actually read like three verses there. You did. But uh, uh, 
you know what everyone has heard that verse husbands love your wives just as christ also loved the church but what a lot of people don't realize is the verse right before that ephesians 5 24 says therefore just as the church is subject to christ so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything um of course it's talking submission yeah but and of course the, you know it's a bad word a bad bad word right but when it, they're they're also meaning your husband comes before everything oh right same with your wife yeah except god you know let's just go ahead and say that He's first before right. your husband. Right. But as far as your relationship goes, everything else falls pale next to your husband. And, or it should. Right. And the reason we're even bringing, bringing these scriptures up is because, uh, you know, your spouse, other like she just said, you know, other than God, your spouse should be your number one priority. And the the Bible is very clear on... You know, husbands put your wife first. Wives put your husbands first. Right. And so the reason, like I said, the reason we're even bringing this up is because of the things we're going to go through. You know, the kids, the hobbies, the work, etc. Uh, if couples are doing that, they're not following the biblical uh, pattern for marriage, which always leads to trouble. Always. If you're going to have any kind of disagreements, they're going to start from inattention. Right. So, let's jump into the kids. Let's do it. Kids are a blessing. They are they're fantastic additions. Yes? Right. Sure. Sometimes. To most of the time. I, we love our children. I know we always act like we're... They do get on my nerves. The worst. I love them more than my dogs. Right. And I'm glad we have them. But when we had our girls... The last thing I, I did as a, the, the caregiver, the mm -hmm. main caregiver, was to put their their crying, their hunger, their, above anything else. Right. I treated them as if they they would be okay. They mm -hmm. weren't going to perish if right. I didn't pick them up. Right, right. And it, it's gotten to now, and I noticed because my sister is a new mom, mm -hmm. and her baby six months old, but I watch and her. Congratulations, Anna and Jeremy. Right, probably. right, of course. Yeah, she's beautiful, but um, I've noticed that her generation, their generation, is um, they're very hands-on, like constantly. Yeah, babies don't cry. They aren't put down. They aren't. They're always, always attended to, mm -hmm. and. There's a, there's a big growing problem with dads being ignored. Yes. It's it's just not something that a dad is born to do. Right. It, that's a mama's job. Right. And it, it's something that God gave all women, I think. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that until I had kids. That it well, was, I mean, biblically, it's the woman's role to be the, the you know, the nurturing, right. uh, you know. And that's where, again, the Bible meets science. Right. It, you can't dispute the two are connected. Right. But when the moms do nothing but care for the kids, and they're, they're the ones that get up in the middle of the night, and they're the ones that make sure they're fed, and why do we have squeaky toys going off? Fiona. 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 Shh. Lay down. But when it's the mom's role, you know, delegated inside the home, mm -hmm. that she is the constant... <coughs> The constant caregiver it turns into that's what she does right and so she wants to do the best job she can mm -hmm. and raise the healthiest and most perfect children she can right but it, it it's chipping away it's hurting her marriage and it, they they you can't see that right and and you know something that I've really seen a lot of in the past you know decade or, or a little past that is First of all, remember that the Bible says children are a gift from God. Now, as humans, we have a tendency to worship things that God gave us more than God himself. Okay? Tendency or that's what we do. Well, yeah, that's theory. what we do. Um, and, and it's no different from kids. You know, kids are a created being. We created them, you know, by the grace of God allowing us to. 
But in so many marriages, I'm seeing that the kids are becoming idols. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they, they take priority over God. They take priority over the spouse. They take priority over everything. Yes, they do. And, well, you, just to go back to the, the kid raising, if to combat this, mm-hmm. the best way you and I, I, I don't even know, it wasn't even something we talked about. It just yeah, happened. Right. You know, and having the girls so close together, it was easier for us to go, hey, you want, we were man on man. Yes. And if we had had a third kid, we would have been in trouble. Right. But you took over as soon as you could mm-hmm. and gave me a break. Oh, it, it was just back and forth. We we took care of the kids together, and we right. still do right. to this day. Yeah. We don't have – you're not the disciplinarian. I'm not the – we do it together. Right, right. We – and we, that's how we've tackled everything. Yeah. If you guys haven't noticed by now, we're perfect. We are perfect. We're absolutely perfect. But we've been, we've been, <laughs> what is it? How God, like, sharpens. Anyway, he has molded us this way because yeah. we have been, we've done it wrong. Oh, yeah. And the more wrong we did it, the more we realized that it was bad for us right and you know as far as you and i are concerned our marriage was and always has been the most important thing Mm -hmm. because we knew that if it was the most important thing our kids well as as they as everyone always tells you if you're okay they're okay yeah and that's the truth that's true so we that's how we've tried to do our family so the care of the kids if you take if you do it together Mm -hmm. Both of you get attention. Oh, yeah. And, it, you know, you kind of work in your um, together time around them. Right, yeah. I think one of the things that... That's exactly what I was about to say. ...helped us was a schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to teach you how to parent. I can do that later. Right. But the, for coupledom, I guess, the putting them down at a designated not swaying from this time. Mm-hmm. I don't care what our plans were during right. the day. We yeah. were going to be home to have them bathe and in the bed at, say, 7.30 mm-hmm. every night. Yeah. And we didn't miss it because after that time, it was our time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if we had to plow through it until we got to 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. We worked like maniacs to get them down, and then we, we would take a breath, and we would enjoy each other. We didn't go to bed for a couple of hours after right, that. Right, right. You know, and it, and if you do have small children, when you do put them down, uh, if you do like like we did and have a designated time every night to put them down, you know, if they start crying, let them cry. But, yeah, because it's help. don't put them in your bed. No, oh, newborn <laughs> newborn babies are the most self centered people on this planet. Teenagers, right, are the most self centered people. They don't change. Yeah, true. They just get older. We even to, to today, our kids are almost thirteen and fourteen. Well, Aubrey is fourteen, but yeah. we have almost two teenagers. But even today, we have a. You're going to your bedroom, right? You're done with me. I'm done with you, right? Of course, it's not seven thirty, but they know they're done, right? And then outside of their bedrooms, they don't see them until they get up the next day. Yeah, and and for the most part, I mean, they respect our time together. Well, we've taught them to. Right. And that's another very important thing. Mm-hmm. You teach your kids that mm-hmm. they aren't the most important thing in your family. Right. And they'll grow to, to understand that. And they see that mom and dad need each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- even if you put them down, you could have a mini date right. in your house. Yeah. And, you know, if you wanted to feed them mac and cheese and put them down early and then you two fix the dinner for each other. Right. Or just watch a show together. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't watch TV. Yeah. But if we did. Or put a bedroom lock on your door together like we we've did. We've done that. Yeah. We've actually, we actually turned their locks around to the <laughs> outside did. of the door. You know, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a, <laughs> that's a great idea uh, when they were little kids. And, <laughs> and, you know, if we needed some alone time and we didn't want any kids barging in on us. And they did. Oh, all the time. We thought, well, how do we remedy this? So, you know, all it takes is a Phillips screwdriver and you just flip their bedroom doorknobs around. That's not why we did it. But that it worked. Oh, yeah. It worked really well Yeah, for it that. worked awesome. Locked them in there every night. Aubrey was the kind to get up in the middle of the night and just roam the house. Yeah. And we had really steep stairs. So don't think we have, we locked our kids in their rooms. No. It was for her safety. Right, yeah. 
and she's still here, so I think we did a good job. Yeah. And they're, they can get in and out of their doors right now. Yes. Fine. Right. Okay. And I, I and, and I don't want to get a bunch of emails about how that's a fire hazard. I'll just, and all I'll, that I'll delete that. Don't even send it. Yeah. Um, oh, you got the email. I don't, so you can delete it. Yeah. But uh, another, another issue with the children, and this is going to touch some nerves, mm-hmm. but I don't care. That's why we're here. I'm a nerve toucher. Um, activities. Oh, man. And this is for the older crowd, mm-hmm. the older kids, as they, uh, I, and I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm cool with activities. Yes. I think kids need to try everything once, and they need to be taught to stay with a team. Right. If they join it until the season's finished. I feel like they, if they pick up a hobby until it's run its course, you take care of it. Mm-hmm. However, you as a parent are the ones that control the yes and no's here. Right. If they decide they want to play the piano and play baseball and play volleyball and cheer, you're crazy. Yes, you are. All of those activities, anything that takes an extra amount of time that you shouldn't be giving away of your family, well, first of all, family time. But your spouse's time with you, right? If you're both running a kid to play place to place to place, even if you have one kid, you're running. Right. If you have extra activities, that's to me, it's a blatant slap in the face. It, it well, I mean, time uh, time is your most precious resource. Yeah, and it's something you can't get back. And so, if you're spending all your time running, you know, kids to soccer and baseball and gymnastics and cheerleading and all that, like you just said, I mean, you're you're cutting out other necessities to, you know, to, to cater to your kids. And the thing is, now that it's me doing the running, and he well, he's not home until six. Let's say six. Right. That's about average. Yeah. And their activities, if they run past four o'clock in the afternoon, they're out. Mm-hmm. I won't let them do it. Yeah. Because I need to get home. I need to prepare a meal. I need to make sure our house is in order for when he walks in the door. Right. His attention, my attention to him, is way more important than them pretending that they're going to be some professional something or other. Yeah, you know, I hate to uh, hate, hate to burst any bubbles out there, but I, I would wager to say that your child is probably not going to be a professional. No, they're not going whatever to. Whatever it is. You. And you don't want them to be. No. But even professionals... <coughs> even professionals have a season. Yes. They're done. Mm-hmm. So they work from baseball. Let's take my favorite sport. You work from February until October and you're out. Mm-hmm. You get the rest of the time off. Right. Your spouse needs you to do the same thing. Yes. And you both, you need to both make this decision. When our girls decided they wanted to start doing, we put them in gymnastics and ballet when they were little. Mainly to keep them from driving me insane. Yeah. Before they started school. Right. And they enjoyed it, but I. It was one of those things where I deliberately put them in something that they could do together. Right. And I know that's not always the case because of age and gender. Well, yeah. But we were lucky, and we put them in gymnastics together, and we went, and we ran that course pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. They were done with that pretty soon. But then they got into school activities, and I told them, you can pick pick one a year or one a semester, yeah. and that still holds true, mm-hmm. and they still get the extracurricular stuff that supposedly, and I know it is, it's good for their brain, it's good for their social skills, but, you know. It, you know, just even with them having one activity, it still keeps us crazy busy. It really does, and we have to be careful because right now I think Aubrey's about to start tennis mm-hmm. after Christmas and she's also signed up for the school play they run together right? and she will be practicing after school every day right? and I'm okay with that because Jameson has decided she's taking a semester off from something mm-hmm. she did something in the fall and she's wanting to do more nice birds Wanting to do more, um, well, like learning yeah. activities. And she she's an artist, 
So she spends her time doing that. Mm-hmm. We have one to deal with. I'm still going to get home before you get home. Right. And so my attention, you're going to have every bit of it. Right. You know, while we're on this subject of kids and activities and all this, and this is, I'm just throwing this in for free here. Um, if you are a Christian, and I really hope you are, and you and your family att- attend church regularly, I, I mean, I really can't say this without ruffling feathers, but worshiping God and showing your children your priorities of going to church and worshiping God is way, way more important than a sport. Absolutely. When I was growing up, and I know times have really changed, but when when I was growing up, you know, on Sundays, grocery stores weren't even open. I mean, nothing Nothing was was open open on Sunday. That didn't change until we got in college. Yeah. And, but but these days, uh, you know, well, we've got, we've got travel ball on Sunday. We've got, uh, you know, we've got a soccer match on Sunday, we've got this on Sunday, and it's it's just so disheartening because everything is starting to take priority over the stuff that really matters. And I know that a lot of churches <clears throat> have gone to online. Ours is online. Yeah. And if for some reason the two of us or our family isn't in town mm-hmm. to attend church, we we will watch it online. Yeah. But. We everybody as a culture has designated one day, and that's it. Right. One day to worship, which is ridiculous, but that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And since it's designated, our children will be in the church. Right. And you know, your children. This is kind of on down in our notes, but I want to jump to it since we're on this topic. Uh, your children, they learn by watching you. Right. They and do. they are imitators of you. You know, I've noticed that some of the things that uh, that make me the most irritated with our girls are stuff that I know they got from me. And but I mean, kids are imitators. And if you know, if Sunday rolls around and you guys traditionally go to church and worship, you know, but all of a sudden, you know, you're taking Johnny to a baseball to his baseball practice or his baseball game. Um, you know, those kids are, are, they're watching you and whether you know it or not, you're putting, you're putting it in their mind that, Hey, baseball is more important than God or whatever is more important than God. And I just, I mean, I just, Hey, I can't tell you how much I hate to see all these activities going on on Sunday. So I know we kind of veered a little, but it all comes back to what takes priority. Right. And it just happened that, you know, activities in church. And right, right. Okay, so if, if it's your priority to make sure your kids are um, scholarship eligible, mm-hmm. they're not going to be. I promise <laughs> you that. NCAA rules are so hard to get a scholarship for, just so you know. Yeah. However, you know, do, you, a, do activities. I'm cool with that. Oh, yeah. No, just, we have nothing against activities. No, I know it is good for brain development, but make sure... Make sure your attention goes where it should go first. Yeah. Make sure your priorities are above your activities. Every time. Yes. Activities. Okay. All right. The, um, uh, you know, you talked, you just talked a few minutes ago about worshiping your children. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that, shall we? Let's do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. This is sickening, by the way. How many of you have ever seen, or I don't know, maybe guilty of saying your child is your best friend? Oh, she's my best friend. My BFF. Yeah. This is my BFF. What is wrong with you? Yeah. What? If your if your child is your BFF, you suck at parenting. You also suck at being an adult. <laughs> right. Because my, if if I ever said my children were my best friends, my friend. My friend um, qualifications yeah. are really low, right? Because there's there's no one on this planet that irritates me as much as they do. Yeah. There's no one that makes me as angry mm-hmm. as they do. Yeah. They are the biggest liars and the biggest pigs. I don't want a best friend like that. You know, there was a uh, there was a lady on Facebook not too long ago, and uh, she's married. 
and they have a son and a daughter and she's always posting pictures of her daughter and not too long ago she posted a picture of her daughter and she's like oh i love her so much she's my best friend and everybody's going what's it mean yeah and <laughs> yeah and uh, you know but what what immediately came to our minds is first of all what's that saying to your what son are you teaching? what are you teaching yeah. your son what are you showing your husband yes you know i mean if if, if you saw me post something like that you would immediately come to me oh i would it would be ugly yeah because you're my best friend right it, it, it's never been any and that's other the way, way it should be that's the way it should be yes that's why the bible tells husbands to love their wives as their own bodies yes and if you have your child on such a pedestal that, first of all, they can do no wrong. Right. That's and a lie, by the way. By the way, we can all tell by the discipline yeah. issues they have. Right. But that pedestal, you put it there. Mm-hmm. And there, there, there's a reason that pedestal's there for your child. Right. There's a problem in the middle of that marriage mm-hmm. if your kid is taking priority over everything. Yep. Again, you've got to fix this. Yeah. So, kid work, yes. It's Man, it, it's, I mean, I hate that. I, I hate that. I hate it for the husband or the wife that has to live in that house. Yeah. Because your children, you're growing adults. Yeah. And you should start from the very first day you bring that baby home, training them up to be an adult. Mm-hmm. And if you put them on such a high plane immediately... They're always going to think that's where they belong. That's right. Coming down from that, falling from that, is really painful. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a book, and the, the chapter I'm on right now is about pride. And the Bible, all through it, or all throughout the Bible, uh, it doesn't just say pride is bad and God doesn't like, <clears throat> doesn't like pride. It says a prideful heart is an abomination to God. And a bomb, I mean, that's like, you know, that, that's what he says about like, uh, you know, witchcraft and trying to talk to the dead and (laughs) homosexuality. That's an abomination and pride he puts in there as an abomination as well. Yeah. And so when you're putting your child on a pedestal, what you're doing is you're just pumping them full of pride. They can do no wrong. Uh, you know, they're the best thing since sliced bread. They're and also, they, you turn them into unteachable and uncoachable children. And unlovable. Unlovable. By others. Disgusting adults. Right. You don't want that. So, to kill two birds with one stone. I mean, you guys have already seen, if you're, I mean, if you're 30 or older, 25 or older, then, I mean, you've seen the, the generational shift, uh, in this, you know, I mean, I don't, when I was a kid, I don't remember any parent saying, Ooh, this is my best friend. My child's my best uh, friend. You know, I mean, it was like, you were a kid. Yeah. You were treated as a child. You're a kid. Yeah. Until you could vote. Yeah. You were under your parents rule. Yeah. And it was, it was good to me. I wasn't responsible enough to be making real decisions, but these kids today and we, we obviously, I mean, cause we're perfect. Raise, raise our kids the same way our parents raised us. Right. They are kids. Yeah. They don't get a vote unless we give it to them. Right. They don't get to tell us what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any, there are a lot of families that don't work this way. Oh, they no. don't operate. I don't, I know. I know. War. I think we have most of our friends, very good friends, do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they lay it out flat for their kids, just like we do. Yeah. And so we enjoy being around their families. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, I wouldn't. If they, they were kid worship, mm-hmm. just put that in quotes. If that happened with our, with who we wanted to be friends with, mm-hmm. and their children were treated that way, I don't think we'd be friends with them. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. And you know, when you when you do that to your child, when you put them on a pedestal, when you you know, when 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 they are you know the the golden child, I mean, all you're doing is you're creating an idol. Yeah. Your house is an idol factory. You're yeah. creating idols, and 
I mean, if you're... If you're worshiping your oh, child, you yeah. cannot worship God. Right. You can't. Right. That's that's what I was. I know. I was trying to think the words to say that, so I'm glad you said. We're that. on the same. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength. But it's sickening, though. Good grief! It's but sickening. it's normally a one parent thing, though. Mm-hmm. And again, when you see this take place, you know that there's something between you or the them and their spouse, right? That is broken. Mm-hmm. And it probably started in the very beginning yeah. of this child's, well, this childhood. Right. So, the attention's gone. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't either. I think it was an email. Probably someone griping about kids. Yeah, you know, let me let me throw this in real quick. You just mentioned the word attention. and uh, Since that's the topic. That's right. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, situations where the, where one parent is idolizing a child, um, it's because that parent is lacking attention. Yes, yes, they are, and the kid will give them every bit of attention. Right, and so they continue to put this kid on a pedestal because it's you know it's a you know it's like a, a negative feedback mechanism. Right. It just keeps feeding each other, and uh, but newsflash. Your kids will give you that attention no matter where your attention is placed. Right. So if they don't get everything from you, right. they're still going to give you everything. Mm-hmm. That's just how kids are wired. Yeah. And they need their parents. Right. You don't need your kids like you need your spouse. Oh, absolutely. And you also want your children to see your marriage take center stage mm-hmm. in or, their lives. Like I said, they they are imitators and they learn from you. And if, if you're... Uh, you know, if your spouse is the most important thing on this earth... On this earth. Right. Now, careful to say that. I know. Your kids are going to see that. And they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to want to imitate that. They're going to want the same thing when they get older. I guarantee you, um, when our girls are old enough to get married, they're going to look for a husband just like their dad. Yes, I did. Because that's what they know. Yes. And well, I mean, I want them to yearn mm-hmm. for a husband yeah. who, first of all, puts God before everything in his household, mm-hmm. and then secondly, puts his his wife above them. Yeah, I want that for them because, well, you know, that's a kind of a reward yeah. for a, a good marriage. And, you know, as a disclaimer, I have not always done that, you know, and I don't want our listeners to think that I've, that I've always been the perfect husband. It's, I mean, I've, yeah, you know, I've, I've had to, I've made mistakes too. So. We both made mistakes, but like I said, whenever that's how we learned. Yes. We right. corrected them as we went, so right. we were done with it. Right. And that's a, a back to our very first episode of communication. Mm-hmm. That's where this comes into play. Like we've said before, all of our episodes are like a, a keychain. Right. One. <laughs> works with the other right but we tackled them Mm -hmm. and if I had if I had put Aubrey and Jameson above you I know without a doubt you would have said something to me oh absolutely it It may not have been a pretty thing right but but that was a long time ago yeah and we've learned how to talk to each other without being explosive we we never really you know and I'm not a boat rocker but I still would have said something yeah I would have too I mean, I if hate else, I hate confrontation, but I mean that's that's one of those things where, you know, confrontation, you know, be damned because I'm going to say something. Well, you and I, the the most important thing to us, the two of us, mm-hmm. was to keep our marriage very strong, right? No matter what we went through, right? And we did, we have, which is good because we've gone through a lot. Yes, the ringer. Yes. But anyway, so I think we're done beating on kids. Yeah. Don't idolize your kids, though. Don't let their activities get in the way. Don't let their care get in the way, mamas. Mamas, your husband needs you. You know, and now we're going to switch gears a little bit and beat up on the husbands. How about it? Yeah. You know, the only reason, we're going to go into hobbies, which can include lots of things. We'll we'll give examples. But the only reason I, it's hard for me to say women have hobbies. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I can't think of any. I can't think of any that keep them away from home. No, the only thing, you know, when we were going through this, the only thing I could think about was like scrapbooking. That's you know, I, don't even, I don't even know if people do that anymore. I don't think so. But I don't, yeah, I don't know of a lot of hobbies that, that. that women do. 
I mean, I know you play tennis, but yeah, but that's when you're not home. Yeah, when the girls that aren't home, and mean, that's the seasonal. Right. And it's maybe an, it's an hour a day. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Not a day, an hour each time I play. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like going to the gym. Yeah. Hey, there's a hobby. Yeah. But not not really. I don't think gym going to the gym is something that takes a lot of time unless right. that's your job. But so like hunting. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and I grew up with hunters. My dad hunted. My all my whole family. Mm-hmm. My whole family. And my dad worked so much that he didn't really get to hunt much. Yeah. But he went, and my mom never bickered about it mm-hmm. because she knew he needed the time away, and right. she knew he needed the time with his dad and his brother and whoever went with him. Mm-hmm. But he didn't go every weekend, right? And he didn't stay gone for four days each right. time he went. Right. There's a new trend in this. Mm-hmm. People go on hunting trips that last like forever. Yeah. And each weekend it's a new thing they're killing. Yeah. And you know, sadly in a lot of cases, not all, but in a lot of cases, you know, mom's at home with the kids. Yeah. She's been with the kids all week because he's been at work. And then you know, the weekend comes and instead of wanting to be with her and help her with the kids and whatever else you know, he splits and takes off to the woods. Yeah, not just hunting. I mean, I, I can't pick on them alone. Oh, no, I mean, no. You've no, got but... golf. You've got, what else? What else are boys? Oh, here? fishing. Fishing. Um, what are hobbies? Seriously. The, well, the, for their hobbies. They're supposed to be something you do when you get a second to do it. In your free time, in your leisure right. time. After your spouse has had adequate time with you. Right. She's not going to care if you go. No. Again, it all goes back to priorities. And he's not going to care if you go. Whatever. Hey, you women, you may hunt too. Right. This is Tennessee. There's not that many that do. Right. But there are some. Yeah. So I can't really... That's terrible. I'm not real PC, so you're going to have to get past (laughs) Or just get over it. Right. But, you know, if if you give your your husband, your wife, the amount of time that they... I hate to say are required, Mm -hmm. but that they desire... Right. They're gonna let you go. Just don't stay gone for two weeks to right. hunt something. Right. Do you really need more trophies? If you're feeding your family, go for it. Yeah. I know what that's like. But if you're just going to get a rack, mm-hmm. come on, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you don't see your wife during the week very much. Right. Yeah. No, that's. Hobbies are, are pretty easy because yeah. those are things that will take time and money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't have time and money, then. They don't really have a chance to have a hobby. Right. But Um, I think it is more men-centered than woman-centered, though, as far as the the hobbies. I don't really... I don't know that I actually... I don't know that I would have anything that would take precedence over my family Mm -hmm. to go and spend a lot of time doing it. Unless it was an actual job. Right. Which we could go right into if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Work. Right. Work. And I know... I know that we have to work. Mm-hmm. You have because this is a capitalistic country. We have to make money to live. Right. We have to work. Well, the Paul Paul said, if you don't work, you don't eat. You don't eat well. <laughs> well, so does society. Right. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. <clears throat> is that also science meeting the Bible? I'm not sure, but uh, you have to work. I get that, and a lot of work these days is a it's just travel. Mm-hmm. You have obligations with your job to be right. on the road. My mom did that for a, a time. Mm-hmm. And, man, we all hated it. But there are also jobs. Like, my job, the very first job I ever had, required me to sit at a desk for an average of 12 hours a day. Yeah. And there was no way to have... I was single, and so it didn't really matter at the time, but... If I had a family, mm-hmm. there's no way. Well, there's no way you and I would have had time to even make children right. with that type of schedule. And it yeah. was like every day but Sunday. Cause yeah, I well, that wouldn't have worked. No. It's like it would have been like you flying for 20 days out right. of 30. Right. It's still the same thing. <laughs> right. Have you? Can you tell we've had this discussion? Yeah. But anyway. Times. That's okay. Yeah. But 
when you walk in your house, whenever you come home from that job, no matter if it's been a three-day trip or if it's just been an eight-hour workday, mm-hmm. once you walk in that door, that job needs to stay outside. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of guys, and I, I haven't seen it that much lately, but uh, a lot of guys seem to be married to their job. There are women that are that way. And yeah, also. oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, but your your job is your idol. It's, well, again, biblically, you are the provider. Right. So men are wired to to strive to do better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not that women aren't. Right. But, you know, in your brain, you have to provide. And the best way to do that is to succeed and to right. do more and do more. Right. But you're going to have to cap it. Yeah. Because success outside of the home will take away from success on the inside of your home. Yeah. Well, if you, if you come home and hurriedly eat supper and then get back on your phone or the computer mm-hmm. to, to work again. Right. You really need to rethink. Yes. The way you're bringing... Okay. This is not a finance episode, but when you put your financial situation as far as bringing more in and yeah. more in and to get more stuff and to do more stuff and right. more and more... And the, yeah, the key here is more. <coughs> the key here is more. Your idol is starting. Right. I mean, it's... And I think a work idol... Your job being your idol mm-hmm. can happen without you noticing. Well, you know, I've said before that a that a woman's greatest need is love, and a man's greatest need is respect. And more often than not, the respect a man gets is from his work, from what he does. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that way. No, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But you know, very, very often that's that's the way it is. It and even, go ahead. I was gonna say because of that. Uh, you know, he's working and he's making so much money and it feeds his ego. And he's like, hey, you know, I've got a net worth of this, but if I do this much more, my net worth will go up and then we can get... We can get the boat and yeah. then we can get the bigger house and then we can get that dog we wanted. Right. But when it comes down to it, what is more valuable? Right. The love and excitement your wife has for you mm-hmm. or that boat. Right. Yeah, it's going to be fun for a, a couple weekends a yeah. year. Right. But the, the stability mm-hmm. in your family, in your relationship, is a lot more satisfying. Yeah. I mean, you need to invest in the things that matter. Yes. And relationships matter. I don't know that there's one piece of scripture that says, Thou shalt buy a boat. Thou shalt store up things on earth. Right, right. I do believe it says something a little bit opposite of that. A little bit, yeah. So, the things of this earth, the things that you gain with that job, that you've worked so hard at and you keep going and keep pushing, Mm -hmm. is it really worth it? Right. Not that you and I haven't done this, but the last thing on our brains were things. Right. When we did have the money, mm-hmm. we didn't work for things. We ended up with things, right? Because you have to spend that money on something, right? It's jobs are jobs can be they can be dangerous, mm-hmm. depending on how much they they give you, right? Well, going back to what you're just saying, you know, the Bible explicitly says. You know where your treasure is. That's where your heart will also be. And right. if your treasure is in, is in working and working and making more and getting more and acquiring, you know, buying and investing in a bunch of stuff. And uh, and and I'm not saying any of that stuff's bad. No. But when it when it reaches a point where where you've got what you need. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got food, shelter. Uh, you know, you've got your necessities. Um, I mean, if you just keep going and going and going just for the sake of having more, then, I mean, that shows you where your heart is. Right, and that will show your wife where your heart is. Exactly, too. that's right. And and she may like getting things. Yeah. It's probably time to sit down and talk about it. Because right. Because, it, first of all, it, it hurts your health. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's just something you can't control. Mm-hmm. 
if you keep going. Right. But you can control what it's doing inside your home. Mm -hmm. So walk away yeah. if you need to. Tell your boss, I don't care what kind of job it is. I don't care if it's an hourly job. Mm -hmm. But if it's taking away from the most important thing on this planet, it's not worth it's no. not worth your time. No, not at all. Okay. Jobs all. aren't jobs are um, it's difficult because we all have to have money. Yeah. And I guess it's just the way you go about it. Yeah. And you know, for 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 every single person, what is enough is a sliding scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, because what may be enough for us may not be enough for somebody. Uh, Dude, God taught us what we had was enough. Oh, we yeah. did not know until he let us know. Right. We're still being taught. <laughs> yes. Woo! Okay. Now I'm going to beat up on girls a little bit okay. again now. Now it's our turn. Yeah. And I'll, I, I will actually agree with all this. You know this. Yeah. Um, three words for you that I see on Facebook <laughs> all the time. And every time I see it, I roll my eyes. And those three words are girls' night out. G&O. G&O, girls' night out. And, man, just as a husband, uh, I mean, I naturally want to be with you. Anytime I have free time, I want to be with you. If I didn't want to be with you, I would have told you no on May 23rd, 2003. Right, right. And I'm not saying that going out with your girlfriends is bad. Friends if, are vital. Yeah. You have to have friends, and and those relationships. I mean, it's important to, to nurture those and and all that. But if it comes to the point where you're putting your friends above your spouse, um, this goes this goes with the hobbies. Yeah. If your husband hasn't had a, an adequate amount of time, mm -hmm. FaceTime. Right. Talking a good amount of loving time. Yeah. With you, you are not to be walking out that door with your girls. Mm-hmm. And same, same true for guys, too. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see a lot of that. No, I see it more with women than, than I see, guys. I don't, honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen it with a man. And, I'm, of course, I'm talking about Facebook. Mm -hmm. You and I have done this. Mm -hmm. I think you went on one, one yeah. guy's night. Yeah. And I went on one girl's night. Mm -hmm. And the result of it was a really... I felt really um, gross. Yeah. Like, and, and it wasn't the women yeah. that I was with. They're all extremely good women. Yeah. I, they're still friends of mine, and they, it was fun to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. But the entire time I was there, the guilt of you being at home by yourself mm -hmm. with our, our girls were young. Right. They weren't bad. No, no, no. But it's like, why am I here? Right. We don't get to spend that much time together as a unit anyway. Right. And I, I feel really gross being here. Yeah. And drinking it, I didn't drink because I, I just can't. Mm -hmm. and especially and try to drive afterwards. That's just right. not a good idea. Yeah. But drinking and uh, having supper without my family and I don't even. I it just felt so unnatural. It's like karaoke night that night. Mom, get up there and do that. Yeah. You I'm know, not 20. Not not too long after we moved here in 2008, there was a uh, there was a guy that would have poker night every Friday night at his house. And so good every, friend though. Yeah. Good friend. Yeah, and every week and, he, and he's still a good friend. Um, but every week I would receive a text from him, you know, a group text saying, "Hey, poker night at my house, 7 o'clock, whatever." And if you replied back and said you know, hey, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm busy or, uh, you know, if, if you gave any reason for, for not going, then he and and a lot of the people on the group text would just, I mean, jokingly, but they would. Ragging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so. That's typical of those turds. It <laughs> is, but, but, but I finally went one Friday night and. Uh, you know, much like you with your girls night, you know, the whole time I was there, I was like. Hanging around all these dudes, you know. I've got a hot wife at home. You know, I'd much rather be home, and uh, you know. So I mean, it, I mean, it's not an issue for us because I think that that as a well, a young person, someone that did go out back when we were in college mm -hmm. and at that age, that yeah. it's typical. Yeah, I think you know that what I got from going out was the purpose was to. Snag somebody. Mm -hmm. 
to find somebody while you're out. Yep. And the whole drinking thing was a lot more... I don't even, I don't even know that it was... I don't, I'm so weird. But it wasn't something I enjoyed back then, even. Yeah. But because I still had to drive myself home. But I think it's like that whole part of our lives haven't moved on. That's mm. how I felt when I was on girls night. Yeah. Was that, you know, they were trying to relive that. Right. And it's like, okay, first of all, you're all married. Mm-hmm. And you seem happily married. And so why are we here? Right. Why are we doing this? Right. And, you know, I know that most girls' nights are more about them getting together and talking yeah. and each other, but that's not what mine was like. Right. It was very awkward. Mm-hmm. And um, so it killed my drive to do that anytime. Right. Also, like, girls' weekends away. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm good with that, too. Yeah. It's, and if I'm invited, it would have to be my very best friends. Yeah. And it would have to be after you and I had spent multiple days together. <laughs> right. Because after night one, I'm like, dude, I can't sleep. I'm going home. Yeah. I have to sleep the next to you mm-hmm. or pre- like put pillows beside me to pretend you're there mm-hmm. or I, I don't sleep. Yeah. I'm not sleeping with some girl. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just weird, but I've never felt like a girl's night or, you know, friends getting my time and attention yeah. was something I needed to do. Right. I mean, my, my best friend's here. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and I mean, they're nice, but you're really hot. Yeah, so are you. And I don't, I don't I'd rather spend my time with a hot dude that likes me. Well, that's why we got married, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, make it legal. Yeah, and obviously this podcast is for married, or this episode yeah. is for married couples. Or just advice for those that are looking to get married. Right. I mean, if you're single, no, if you're single, I mean, go have all the fun you want. Yeah. Because you don't have somebody to come home Godly to. fun. Come on. Yeah. We can't be too don't get rambunctious. Right. But your friends, your friends, if you have friends that get in the way of your a healthy marriage, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get rid of them. Yeah. Mark them out. They should want you to have a good marriage. And I've seen a lot of, mostly guy friends though, you know, because I hung out with dudes. Right. They would say things like, yeah. Get rid of her, man. And their opinion mean, meant more to the husband than his wife's did. So I think that's that's pretty nasty, pretty disgusting. Oh, I I totally agree. Get I'm, rid of that friend. I'm looking for a note on here that I wrote. Which what was it about? About that. Um, you know, like like you just said, you know, your friends, they can become a huge roadblock in your marriage. Yeah. Um, the, the Bible talks about how Satan roams around on this earth like a lion, mm-hmm. like a lion looking to steal, kill, and destroy. And, you know, all the things we're talking about, the, you know, the hobbies, the kids, the, you know, everything else... Satan, the way he works is he'll start with something really small. He'll he'll take a good thing, and he'll tweak it in a tiny way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your kid plays baseball, and that's a good thing. And he may be a good athlete, and um, and you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you know, Satan will get in there and he'll go, hey, you know, um, you know, it's no big deal for him to play on Sundays. I mean, it's, it's just no a day. Big deal to play every week. Right. Or, hey, it's no big deal if if you go out with your girlfriends this weekend. And again next weekend. Yeah. I mean, they're your friends. You know, that's that's why you have friends. And But I just think it's really important for us to realize that his goal, Satan's goal, is to steal, kill, and destroy. And all the stuff we're talking about here, he his his goal is to split you and your spouse up. As soon as you find and each other. And so as much discord between you two as he possibly can. And all the things we just mentioned, I mean, that's, those are all ways he does that. And it, they're very sneaky. That's what I mean, yeah. He starts out small where it doesn't even seem like you a big deal. You don't notice that, oh my gosh, I haven't seen my family. Right. All week because right. I've been at work. Right. Or, oh my gosh, I've been 
I've actually been sitting in a tree stand not seeing a deer for a whole weekend. Right. And what did I gain from that? Yeah. But when if you could if you could go back and decide not to go mm-hmm. on or not to stay at work later or not to take your kid on this week long baseball trip. Right. That where they play thirty games in a day. Yeah. You know, if you could go back and decide not to do that, what would have changed? Mm-hmm. What could have been done in the time you had spent together? Right. What good that could come from that? Mm-hmm. Don't get to that point where you have to regret that you've done this. Yeah. Or that you've gone on these trips or whatever it is that's getting in the way. Well, like we said, I mean, time is something you cannot get back. Nope. And, um, or something we're not guaranteed. So, you know, the time you have together in the present every day, yeah. you need to take advantage of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the more attention I, I give to you, mm-hmm. it, of course, you give back to me. But I learn more about you, and I love you more. And it's just, you can't you can't put a price on that. Mm-hmm. Because, well, first of all, it's free. Right. If you were just to you know, spend a little bit of time, sit on the couch together for a yeah. second. And remember what it was like mm-hmm. when you didn't have all these things in your way. Yeah. So how do we keep attention in the spotlight? Or how do we teach them? Let's give them our wisdom, impart them with okay. our smarts. So, first of all, the date night. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Oh, I do too. It's a, it's easy. And, and you, you don't even have to spend money. No money. On a I date mean, night. again, it's just sit down together. Yeah. Put the kids down. Make sure... And make that time of day, every day, every single day, mm-hmm. make that your time. You're worth it. Your yeah. spouse is worth it. You know, in our marriage, and especially since I started driving a dump truck, I never thought I'd say that, but, um, you know, even the time when you and I go to Walmart together. Yeah, we've said this many times. Yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's a date because I'm with my wife. Do you know how much <clears throat> talking we get done? From, it takes us about seven minutes mm-hmm. from our door to Walmart store. Right. And from the time we pull out of the driveway, or actually get into the truck mm-hmm. and drive, we talk so much. Yeah. And it's, honestly, it's like we're trying to get it all in. Mm-hmm. There are things we don't want our kids to learn right. until we sit down and talk to them about it. So talking to each other, you know, the adult conversations we all need. Mm-hmm. We get it all done so quickly. Yeah. And then again, we put the kids down early. I'm not put them down. You know, and when, just to clarify, when we say date night or date time or whatever, I mean, what what we're talking about is quality time together. Right. And if you want to make it fun, you can. Yeah. You can do whatever. I, one of our little girls, she's not little, she's a married mother of three, but she worked in the kids' ministry at our church, so I feel like she's a kid. But... She and her husband, they have three very young children. They are on, I mean, they have, they're not wealthy. They don't. I don't think you're talking about. I'm not going to say her name, oh, just in case she's listening. I mean, she may like it, though. But um, I'm going to write it down. Yeah, so write he, it down so I know who so you're talking can. about here. Okay. She and her husband don't oh, get to yeah. see each other much because he works and she's right. at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so they put the kids down the other night. What night? Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. They deliberately made Wednesday night, or intentionally made Wednesday night their date night. And they'll put their kids down at say six. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what time it was, but they have a target time. Yeah. All three boys go down. They have a date jar, things they can do at home, mm-hmm. and they'll pull from the date jar. You know, sometime before or that night. Right. That says what they're going to do that night. And the other night it was coffee and. At home, yeah, in their living room, but they made it fun. They yeah. made it special mm-hmm. just for the two of them, and that's so good. I'm yeah. so glad they know that, yeah, and that they've learned that. And people have they've listened to, well, I hate to say grown ups, yeah, but they've listened to the generation in front of them mm-hmm. to you know, you know their mistakes, just like we're doing, yeah, trying to. That danger is a really good idea. Oh, I know. It is. We just haven't done it. Right. We haven't really had a need until this year. Yeah. Because 
you know, we got to spend our time with each other. Right. And it's just gotten to the point where we're like, oh, now our lives are crazy. Yeah. Now we need to start thinking about stuff like that. So what what other remedies do you think? Um, definitely that one. Do you oh, have yeah. any? Mister? Okay, so the love languages. This yes. is a good time to bring that in. Yeah. Um, it, I, honestly, I'm going to look at this the time on this. I don't care how long it goes. Okay. I'm going to stop worrying about that. Okay, we're an hour. Or an hour. Yeah. There's a couple times we can cut out. But um, when when we met, mm-hmm. you the first thing you told me was that you wanted me to read the five love languages. Right. What's his name? Gary Chapman. That's him. And so I read it. And first of all, I hate self-help books. Yeah. hate them. And secondly, after I read through it and took the quiz, nothing, (laughs) nothing worked for me. I tried to answer. The little answers, I needed one that said none of the above Mm -hmm. every single time. Because nothing was really the most important thing to me on those questions. But our best friend seems to think that my love language is quality time. And, I mean, yeah. But, you know, I don't hate gifts either. And I don't hate... Physical touch. Physical touch. Well, I might. I like your physical touch. Right. But everybody else needs to keep their hands off of me. Right. But, you know... Because you have a big problem with that. Don't touch me. Right. I do. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah. Let's say if you weren't a stripper, you wouldn't have that problem. Well, what do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean? With your... Well, they can't touch me if I'm a stripper. No. Oh, that'd okay. be like, a, that'd be like, you know. Yeah. No, I was implying that you are a stripper. I'm not a stripper. So. Yeah. Anyway. That joke failed. Yeah. You could be, though, because you dance really well. I am a good dancer. Yeah, she is. I'm Memphis. Yeah. Memphis. But, um, Anyway, five love languages. Anyway, as far as quality time goes, take that, that quiz if you haven't yet. Mm-hmm. And if that is your love language, you probably need to let that your husband or your wife know that. Yeah. Because if that's not being taken care of, mm-hmm. there's a problem. And, of course, there's going to be resentment that builds up. Yeah. And, and if you're not familiar with the, the love languages we're talking about. Still not promoting that book. Yeah. Um, basically what it is, is is the author describes five different ways that people interpret love. And I can't just rattle off all five of them. I know three or four of them. But exactly. Uh, like like one of my love languages. And you have Words of affirmation is one. Yeah. One of my love languages is physical touch. And I'm not talking about just sex. I'm just talking about physical touch. Yeah. And so if... You know, if uh, you know, if I came home from work and she has, you know, she has supper made, and she says, "Hey, you know, thank you for working so hard today," and you know, all the th- but but there's no touch, you know, no matter what she does, I don't interpret that as love because my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. Well, yeah, yeah. And, so, but I mean, I'm just giving an example here. I'm but. really a lot better at words of affirmation than I am physical touch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm still yeah. working on it. 15 years later. Yeah. We'll get there, baby. One day, we'll yeah. Get there. One day. Um, when you don't like to be touched, it's hard to touch back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but point being, you need to know your spouse's love language. Yeah. Uh, because you need to be able to love them in a way that they interpret. Love. I guarantee you the majority of the responses as far as, you know, what your love language is, mm-hmm. I would bet that more than anything else would be quality time. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, people need to work on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying that, you know, you take the quiz and you find out and it makes your marriage bad. Right. But if you take it and, I mean, you can do it online too. Mm-hmm. It's all digital now, but. If you take it and you see that it's quality time, go to your spouse and tell them that. Yeah. And if you have to tell them that, there's probably inattention somewhere. Mm-hmm. So. But, but yeah. You know, the remedy, the the only real remedy here, is pay attention to your spouse. Love your spouse as yourself. First, before everything else. I mean, I love you more than I love myself. When I was. Um, and I, I feel the same way about you too. Um, 
when I was in my first marriage, I didn't, even though I had been raised in church, I didn't realize that the Bible was a marriage handbook. Oh, yeah. It never really dawned on me. I didn't really pay attention. I didn't care until I was married. And so after we were divorced is, you know, when I really dug in and started reading about it. And I thought, holy cow, if I had known this stuff earlier, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I'm thankful now because I think it's helped me as a husband to you, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I haven't made those those mistakes with you. Yeah. Um, well, you, it's like you pre-stepped him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, but point being, you know, the Bible tells you to love your spouse as yourself. And if, if you follow those instructions, then it's all going to work out. One thing that I think helps me is that it just comes naturally to me mm-hmm. to want to love you above anything else that we have going on. Yeah. And in spite of everything we have going on. Right. So it, it's something that has always been natural for me. Mm-hmm. I've never had to really work at it. Mm-hmm. But there are people that have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even most people. Yeah. So work on it. Don't let it. Don't let it fall. Don't yeah. let it be something that you have to tackle. Right. Be something that is a, an old behavior you've gotten rid of. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if you're going to be married, be married. Right. Don't be parents. Don't be a hunter that has a wife. Mm-hmm. Don't be a, a pilot. Right. That has a family at home. Yeah. Be that husband, that wife, and then the other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, do we have any homework for them this time? I just want y'all to go on a date. Yeah. That's your I want, homework. I mean, date at home. Put your kids down early. If you don't have kids, mark out a time anyway. Yeah. This is, and if you have to get a calendar and box out that time, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Because you're worth it. Your marriage is worth it. Oh, it's super important. And not only is it worth it, it's demanded of you. It's and, commanded yeah, of you. Yeah. And your spouse will love it. Uh, and they'll pay you back yeah. tenfold, I promise. That's right. Okay, so that's attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's uh, really not a hard topic. No, it's not. It's hard to hear that you're not placing the attention where it should be. Yeah. You know that already. Yeah, you do. And it's, sometimes it's hard to be slapped with it. Yeah. But you need it. Well, I mean, we're we're here to discuss the hard stuff. Discuss the stuff that you don't want to think about. It's but, easy for me. But I don't need, care. Yeah, but needs to be discussed. So. I don't care. Not one bit. Just put your put your spouse first. Or put God first. Well, I mean. I know. And it's so silly. Just, that's just always our topic. Yeah. God's always our topic. Mm-hmm. But after that, that's what our episodes are about. Right. All right. Yeah. I think next time we're going to try and tackle the uh, ugly finance. Boy, that's going to, yeah, that, that's probably going to be about a 15-hour episode. It's probably going to actually be multiple episodes. Yeah. Um, We're we, in the thick of that. Oh, man. Yeah, we are. And we, I mean, we, funny thing, we'll get into this next week, but, I mean, you know, we, we're in the thick of it, and we have no idea what the outcome is going to be. Nope. We have no idea. That's where faith is handy. So, you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're living in an exciting, scary uh, we're living in an ex- exciting and scary time right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll discuss all that with you next week. Yeah, until then, uh, have a good week. Yeah. And we'll try to be back as quickly, well, hopefully by next Thursday again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. Thanks all for right. listening.